Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Bubbling Adventure a podcast all about kids and how positive education and conscious parenting can impact their entire life as well as society. I am your host, Julie, and each Thursday, we are having conversations with guests on different themes, and our aim is to have open discussions, share different points of view, and learn in a non-judgmental way. If you can please take one minute to share this episode with someone, I would be so grateful because it truly helps. You can also write a review if you're listening from Apple Podcasts. Click on the five-star button on Spotify and join us on Instagram at The Bubbling Adventure for daily positive education content. But now on to today's episode with our amazing guest, Alina Fernandez, who is a best-selling author, international speaker and self-made mom entrepreneur. She is best known for her award-winning blog, The Positive Mom, which has inspired millions of moms in over 160 countries to transform their grief into growth. And here are a few snippets. But we don't look at these addictions that we create that sound really great. Like, oh, you love to work? That's awesome that you're so hardworking. You love to achieve things. That's amazing, but we hide. And so when you have a wounded inner child, those feelings that I talked about are exaggerated. So that happens in motherhood all the time. Sometimes our child comes and they just want ice cream. <laughs> and then uh, I call it the monster. I'm not going to apologize for being sad. I'm not going to apologize for maybe ignoring you because I was sad. I have really deep conversations with my two-year-old and she understands because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Hi, Elena. How are you today? Oh, hi, Julie. I'm doing wonderful. So excited to be here. Me too. Thank you so much for joining us today. Would you please introduce yourself for the audience? Yes. Well, hi, everyone. My name is 
Elena Fernandez, and I am the founder of ThePositiveMom.com, and I'm also the mom of four girls, four daughters. And get, guess what? They're 19, 18, 8, and 2. So I'm obviously very passionate about motherhood, and my mission in the world is to help moms find skills and strategies and steps to heal their trauma so that they can be positive present and peaceful moms well that sounds amazing and also a lot of work with four girls at home, right uh, so we're going to talk about that but I guess what sparked all of that as your interest can you please tell us about your your life journey because obviously it's there's a lot there so please yeah <laughs> yeah you know that uh there's there's a saying that in your pain is where you find your purpose so mm-hmm. um there's a lot of truth to that because you know having been a multiple trauma survivor i'm really on a life journey to find why all of this happened to me but from a different different perspective because we usually say, why is this happening? And why me? And, and I think that it's not a bad question to ask. There's always a reason that goes beyond, but it's not something that we find just by asking about it. And so we'll get back to that. But, um, you know, this journey really started for me about many, many years ago, let's just say that, not good at math, but I actually was in a coma for eight days. And so in this coma, I was seeing my body and I was having an out-of-body experience. And that was the first moment that I realized that I needed to process my pain. Because my life, I was 19 years old and my life had been just so painful. I had tried to commit suicide. I had felt like my life was just a mistake. I had this voice in my head that told me, you know, this is never going to change. You're always going to be in pain. And so in the coma, I noticed that I had never actually taken time to even process this and that's how my journey started with processing pain because I grew up in the Dominican Republic in a slum in extreme poverty in extreme dysfunction as well and so my life was every day just trying to survive and it was kind of a fighting for my life and wanting my life to end it was, it was this zigzag, like today I'm going to be very motivated and tomorrow it's like, I give up, I can't do it anymore. And that is a lot for a child to go through. Mm-hmm. And so at 19 years old, I actually looked at that, that just my positivity, and again, I'm the positive mom, right? But my positivity was toxic. I had been just trying to be grateful and trying to strive and learning and working and numbing my pain with all of these principles that were good and also were a distraction for me. And so I realized, especially as moms, that being busy 
sometimes it's a trauma response. And oh, so yeah. slowing down, right? Yeah. Slowing down, I had to slow down because I'm in a coma. I can't do anything, right? <laughs> so, but that's what allowed me, you know, to really see, wow, there's so much pain here and I need to honor that. And so I started my journey to really understand what my pain is bringing to me. And now I help other moms just really lean into their pain because you will find the gratitude, you will find the learning and you will find the positive things that are there to, to teach you. But it takes first that courage to lean into the pain. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And it's tough and it's very brave to to do that as well so I also think that sometimes it takes you know it, it takes time but it also comes when you're strong enough to handle it because sometimes you could think oh I should have done that before but maybe before was not the right time so sometimes it takes it takes a while but yes yeah yes Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I have been thinking about is that even though I've been on that journey for a long time, it wasn't until a few years ago, 20 years, it took me to write my most painful story. Hmm. And when I decided to write that story and, you know, just face it, It took me eight months. I mean, I'm a writer. I write 5,000 words in like one minute. <laughs> That's an exaggeration, but I just love to write, you know? And I've been blogging for 18 years now, but that particular thing was so hard, Julie. My heart just hurt with every word that I wrote. Mm -hmm. And I had to write it, not type it. I had to write it on a notebook and I had to really sit with myself And if I wrote 10 minutes a day was a lot and it took me eight months to write this story. It was a lot of healing, but like you said, I was already ready for it and it took me 20 years. So yes, we do need to do these things. They're good for us. And also there's something that is even better for us. That's called self-compassion, mm -hmm. not blaming ourselves, not adding all these shoulds, And not really beating ourselves up for not knowing what we didn't know, not, you know, doing what we didn't know was necessary because we look at things in hindsight and it's easy to see it as a third person, yeah. but it's really hard when you're in the middle of it and your heart hurts and you have so much anxiety and you have so many things coming at you. So I really love what you said about that. Hmm, thank you for sharing also your your journey. It's it's tough and yeah, it takes a lot of courage to to do. But so I also like the fact that you said about you know that you can overdo it with positivity because I think this is also something in today's society, right? It's like all about productivity, all about uh, positivity, which is good, and we need it and. Yeah. Obviously, if you only fo focus on the negative, it's not going to work either. But you kind of need to process your emotions truly. And 
I have had it before where I would be so busy all the time just so that it would kind of erase my triggers and mm-hmm. and just like so I would have zero time to think and I thought I, I had it all together and when it stops for me was COVID oh, and you're like yeah. I can't do anything now but what's going on I have flashbacks mm-hmm. I have this it's not going well like oh it was a bit too much but uh yeah I thought I had it all together <laughs> yeah little did I know that no not at all but yeah oh I thank you for sharing that you're so vulnerable and and I love that because you know what whenever we find ourselves overdoing something and not taking a moment it's really hard for us to know what's behind the scenes and when we look back it's not really, I love, you know, in the gentle way that you share it, because it's not really to say, hey, I should have been different, but wow, I'm glad that I found a different way. And also, I know my tendency now. I know that if I start to get busy again, then I kind of can watch now as a, you know, as an enlightened being now, (laughs) now that I have this light, now that I have this information, this is something that I can watch. And we are very similar because, you know, we always look at addiction as something that is destructive, very obviously destructive, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, But we don't look at these addictions that we create that sound really great. Like, oh, you love to work? That's awesome that you're so hardworking. You love to achieve things. That's amazing. You love to learn. That's fantastic, right? But we hide behind these positive things because, you know, and and it, it has the same, same, same purpose as any other addiction. So, you know, that's something that, that we need to be very, I would say just compassionate about is that we all have our own way of coping and in our own way of numbing our pain and that we do what serves us in that moment. And that's what those are, you know, and it's easy for us to judge somebody else, how they cope because then we don't have to look at how we're coping. So if, you know, my daughter is coping by sweeping a lot, <laughs> she doesn't cope like that. <laughs> but I just as say, an example. Uh, <laughs> yes, that is an example. Uh, then, you know, I'm going to think that washing the dishes is okay, but it is just really being aware because as we are compassionate of ourselves and recognize how we deal with our pain, that's going to help us be compassionate of how other people are processing theirs. And to know that even if this looks like a destructive thing, it's really how they're keeping alive. Because when you look back at Julie prior to COVID, this is what kept you alive. This is what kept you going. And it is something that we do unconsciously Mm-hmm. because we don't know another way in that moment. And so it's like, oh, 
I was such a baby and I thought that that was going to serve me. But now I've grown and I'm a toddler and now I have a different way and then I will continue to grow. So that sense of compassion that, you know, we are just unfolding that journey. Yeah, this is very true. I agree with everything you said. And so I've read a few articles from your blogs that they're all really fascinating and you also speak about, you know, the inner child. And I think that maybe some people wouldn't know what it is. So can you please give us your definition and, you know, why it's important? Yeah, so thank you so much for asking that, you know. It's something that that I'm very passionate about because I think that I... I nurture my inner child every day. I didn't feel like I had a childhood and many of us can relate to that, uh, but it's not really, doesn't really have to do with your childhood per se. Even if you thought that you had the most amazing childhood, didn't grow up in a slum, you know, had supportive mom and dad, really uh, there are three motivations within ourselves. And those motivations are going to be showing up throughout the day consciously if you if you are conscious about it but unconsciously if you don't know about it and those are your inner child which is the the part of you that feels all of the emotions and if we think about the emotions you know very basic sadness fear joy or happiness and then terror or, or being scared um, and also being angry. So if you think about those, um, then we have the adolescent, which is gonna be the reactive part of yourself, the part that's asserting its place in the world. Uh, and then we're gonna have a, the inner adult or parent, which is more of a wiser guiding uh, presence for yourself. So you have all of those parts within yourself and basically it's a the development of your nature and with the inner child when you have a wounded inner child which means mm -hmm. that 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 part has been hurt um and it could be hurt by abuse but it could also be hurt by neglect yeah and and you know it it doesn't mean that you were hurt in a in a very overt way, it could be a very covert way in which you didn't really receive what you needed. And so when you have a wounded inner child, those feelings that I talked about are exaggerated. So instead of sad, you are devastated, right? When, when something happens, you you really react to it in a very sensitive way because your inner child feels it very deeply. And so you are devastated. When you are joyful, then it's like, whoa, <laughs> 100%. And, and you have to feel that adrenaline, right? And, and you like extreme situations. Uh, also, when you're angry, then you have a very very, very angry, like very heightened angered. And when you feel fear, you're just in horror, very, very scared, very terrorized. And so 
there's this thing that we call the 90-10 rule. And the 90-10 rule means that 90% of the time, if you have a wounded inner child, you're going to react from that wound. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be triggered. 10% of the time, you're reacting about the very thing that is happening. So that happens in motherhood all the time. Sometimes our child comes and they just want ice cream, (laughs) you know, and it's like, mom, mom, mom. And they say mom and mom. And and it's not that they're saying mom and they want ice cream. It's that you had a wound within you that was triggered in that moment. And then uh, I call it the monster. (laughs) After, you know, from that 90% of triggers that are within you, the monster comes out. And it's like, what do you want? (laughs) (laughs) So anything that we do, and then we feel guilty about it because we don't know where that even came from because it doesn't feel like it's warranted, but it's because we haven't taken the moment to process those feelings, to honor those emotions. And so the inner child is going to show up, the wounded side of the inner child. But you also have an inner child that, is pure and whimsical and has Mm -hmm. wonder, curiosity, creativity. So when we activate that side of the inner child, we, by association or by effect, we are reducing the sensitivity of the inner child. And when you think about what's called, many people call the inner critic, is usually an inner adolescent. Because the inner adolescent knows who you are and is usually shaming your inner child. You're weak. You didn't do it right. Why didn't you react this way? Or why did you react this way? And so you have that inner dialogue all the time. And so when we are conscious about it, then we can activate what's called the inner parent, which is our ability to parent ourselves to, to be our own guides and to see things as they are like, okay, I reacted like that with my child because my own child was wounded. What would I do now if I were the wise parent to myself? I could take five minutes and, you know, do some coloring. That's a good way to do it. Do, you know, put on a song that makes me happy. I could read a little bit of a book. I could just imagine myself on vacation. I could recharge and activate that magical uh, side of me. And then I can come out and apologize to my child and say, honey, I, it wasn't about you. I'm, you know, feeling really overwhelmed right now. Mommy needs a hug and mommy needed five minutes. And so when that child feels also upset, they know that they need five minutes as well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Because we're modeling these things to our children, uh, they know that they can have a moment in which they show their emotions that it's safe, but they can apologize if there was uh, some kind of something that needs to be apologized for. Um, for the behavior, not for the emotion, right? Yeah. I'm not going to apologize for being sad. I'm not going to apologize for maybe ignoring you because I was sad. Because that, that is the part. Uh, but to let our children know we are humans, we're learning. I reacted in this way because I was afraid or I was sad or I was stressed out. This is how I want to react in the future, because now I access that inner parent. And this is what I did to calm myself. I went and colored this picture. Let's color a picture together so that you can also have some fun right now. So, so these are tools that can help us really understand that we are not one dimensional. That, you know, when I think about the, those moments where I really didn't show up as the mom that I wanted to be, and I don't feel like, oh, I'm the worst mom ever. But you know what? That part of me needs a lot of love and needs to show up more. I'm going to, you know, create a routine every day in which I can nurture that part of me and I can heal it. Mm, I love that. But I really like what you said about, you know, feeling guilty sometimes after snapping. And that happens to absolutely everyone as you mentioned because we all have things to heal from everyone yeah. even if you think you had a perfect childhood there's always something there something to process so I really like that and also the fact that as you mentioned these activities that you can do or just you know it can be just a few seconds or a few minutes or it doesn't have to be anything fancy or anything you yeah. know like expensive or whatever it's just um because sometimes depending on what the person is into you know you think that you need to do something specific but it doesn't have to be just give yourself the space and the time to take a deep breath and and think yeah. about it but I also love the fact that it all comes down to self-awareness mm -hmm. because you need to be aware of yourself and stop the cycle and be like okay where do I need right now 
yeah you know and then how do I apologize <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah, exactly. And I, I love that you said that, you know, because that's something that I like to always tell my moms, you know, I am a single mom. And I remember when my 19 and 18 year old girls, you know, they were one and two, and I was working, I don't know, 50, 60 hours per week, yeah. trying to create my own business, and having these two toddlers and no family, no friends, no support, and just feeling really defeated because I felt like I wanted to be there with my children, but I had to also provide mm -hmm. as the sole provider. And so I discovered that in those two minutes or five minute increments of time, I could really do a lot of things for myself. Like, You know, it didn't have to be a ton of time. And there's, um, it, her name is, she's a neuroanatomist. Name is Jill Bolte-Taylor. Look her up, she's awesome. And she says that it takes two, actually it takes 90 seconds to process and ride the wave of, of those unpleasant emotions. So in two minutes, you can process a whole range of things and it doesn't have to cost you any money. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. And uh, the one thing that I'm going to say that is required is that it, you engage your mind, your body, and your spirit. Because sometimes, you know, people like to say, like, just say affirmations. Yeah, that's good. But make sure that your posture is engaged. Make, make sure that, you know, you do it with emotional intention. So you got to engage all of those parts of yourself in order to be effective. If you just sit there and don't engage your body because somatic, uh, the, the somatic language, the emotional language of your body is mm -hmm. so important. And that's why, you know, the writing, the, the coloring, the movement, the posture is so necessary for healing. For sure. You know, earlier today, actually, I was feeling very upset very upset for something quite small mm -hmm. but I, I felt so upset and you know you, you even I was as I was doing it I was thinking oh, come on you know like there's no need to feel to be in that state for something mm -hmm. you know it's not that bad but I I went downstairs and I just kicked a punching bag and suddenly yeah. you know it only takes a couple kicks but you find yourself smiling yeah like ha I feel yeah. better. <laughs> I love so, it. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, but it's just little things. Like it can be anything, but just something that makes you smile. And yeah, you, you find yourself because again, I guess kicking something is also the posture, as you said, or you know, like you feel like you're yeah, you're strong. So Absolutely. I was just like smiling suddenly, like, oh, I felt better. So uh, it can be anything, dancing on your favorite yeah. song, like you said earlier, or like- Well, you know, I do the hula hoop. I do the love it. That's, that's <laughs> something that I, I love doing as a child. So, and it's great exercise. It is. <laughs> so, you know, so um, anything that really engages your body It is, you know, jumping the trampoline and especially when the kids love it, because then you are doing something that the whole family can be engaged in and it's beneficial for you, but it's fun for them. So it's a win-win. But I want to touch on something that you said, like you were saying, 
this is so small. And that's something that we do all the time is minimize and invalidate ourselves, minimize how we're feeling. My mentor, his name is Gabor Mate. He has a quote that I, you know, I live by every single day and it's trauma is not what happened to you. It's what happens inside of you as a result of what happened to you. So, you know, I told you, you know, I have been through many traumatic experiences and and that one that I was sharing before, I was kidnapped. I was assaulted. And, you know, not only did he assault me, he told me that he was going to also kill me. And so this experience happened when I was 19 years old. And I remember just feeling so horrible in every single day of my life, just feeling like my life was over. And people kept telling me like, but you survived. That's a miracle. Like there's so much to be grateful for right now because you, you're here with us. And I didn't want to be grateful. <laughs> I wanted to grieve. And so mm-hmm. when I tell people like that, I've been through that, it's like, oh yeah, I haven't been it through anything like that. And they immediately put their pain so small compared to mine when there are other things that could take people to the same state and we don't have to measure it. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be that, you know, you, you know, like a bird just smashed your car window <laughs> and you could probably feel the same way that I felt because again, it's 90% of what is triggering and it's not really about the window. Mm. And so whatever you're going through, as small as it seems, it's not about that thing. As big as it seems, it's not about that thing. Take care of what is happening inside you because that is what it's about. Forget the thing that caused you to feel that way and focus on you. Let's, let's stop, you know, thinking about how big the trauma is and how little the trauma is. And let's focus about having trauma. I am experiencing something that feels traumatic. I need something. What do I need? I'm going to get what I need. That's our, that's the focus that we need to, I I get really excited about this because. (laughs) It's very interesting. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It, It is all about how we feel. And it's Mm -hmm. valid. If you feel it, it's valid. Mm -hmm. I think now also I know that there's not like much that I can do. As in like, you know, when when you feel upset, it's like, as you said, I can try to do positive affirmations, but because I don't really believe it in that moment, it's probably even worse Mm -hmm. (laughs) because then the brain is like, no, no. yeah so it's actually maybe not recommended but um exactly yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah and and you know it's interesting because we're putting pain on pain mm-hmm. because now we feel guilty that we feel it and now we exactly. feel guilty that, that we can't get rid of it which is why I don't subscribe I'm all about positive thinking but I don't subscribe to the thought that we control our thoughts our thoughts just come our feelings just come, they just bubble up, especially the triggers. And Mm. so do we have then the power to choose and reject 
sometimes instantly. Sometimes you, I can think like, oh, you know what? Maybe you're better off dead. I think that all the time. I'm not even, you know, exaggerating. Mm -hmm. But I can say like, oh, whatever. Just go like, away. Let it go like a little bit like meditation, right? Like yeah. you, you were just aware of your thoughts without attaching yourself to it yeah. and just, yeah. Because yeah. you know also that that voice is not you. It's, yeah. it's just there. It's your ego more than yeah, anything else. Exactly. Speaking, or your, your inner adolescent. Uh, it's yeah. a part of you. It's a part mm -hmm. of you. It's not you. And so yeah. I can choose it. I can say no. But if I linger with it, I'm not going to blame myself. I'm going to be like, okay, is this serving me right now? And maybe I won't reject it right away, but I can reject it 10 minutes after. So I do have power. I do have power to choose and reject and ignore. And with that, I'm going to be compassionate of myself because I'm not, I, I'm not in control. Control is an illusion. And so I can just work with it and do what I can and ask for help if I can't. That's another valid thing. If I feel that the thoughts just won't go away and I feel that my power is weak right now, which happens, then it's okay to say, hey, Julie, I'm feeling like this is not going away. Can you please help me process it? Mm. Yeah. I mean, this is very important, whether it's a friend or someone you know or a therapist just like I think especially now we have so many options and the fact that you don't need to go there physically like you used to and you can get some yeah. help online and and so on I think it's uh it's definitely great so it was probably a, bar a barrier for many people to have to go there physically sit in a waiting room yeah. you know I think it's it requires even more strength and and so on so i feel like now yeah. it's uh it's great that you can you have so many different options to get help from and you don't even have to to leave yeah. your comfort space so yeah i love great. that and and you know in really being honest about this conversation about how we're really not in control of anything i mean you know everything around us is is really unfolding And we are part of this flow, but our thoughts and emotions are going to come and go. So when we empower ourselves to know that sometimes they're just going to stay, it really changes the conversation because then you know that it's okay to ask for help. And actually, it's the responsible thing to do. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a very strong thing to do. And all this stigma about asking for help really goes away. And so yeah. that's why we need to stop, you know, minimizing pain, because, you know, I'll tell you, my daughter, she experiences anxiety. Mm. And there was a part of me that didn't understand that in the beginning. Because yeah. if you If you, you know, look at how she's being raised, like I've, I've told her all the things, right? You're beautiful. You're amazing. You know, and it's like, where does this come from? Mm. I could have chosen to tell her that and be like, why are you anxious? Like, 
you have all these things going for you. You, you don't get to change. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you're, you should be grateful. I could have chosen that, but one of the things that she shared with me is that she's always felt safe that whatever she's experiencing, you know, she knows I'm not going to invalidate it. Mm, and, and that is so key. Like when a pet peeve of mine, for example, is like, Julie, you tell me, hey, I'm feeling depressed today. And I'm going to be like, what happened? Why? Mm. And it's like, there doesn't need to be a reason or, you know, it's not, it's not even relevant. You tell me you're depressed and I say, I'm here for you. You want to talk? What would be helpful? Mm -hmm. Those are the questions that we need to ask and not minimize. Like, why would you be anxious? Why would you be depressed? But you have beautiful kids but you have a beautiful this but you have so much going on for you and you know what that doesn't matter what matters is what that person is feeling and to offer help and to be a safe space for them Mm -hmm. because it's not even them it's one part of them it's their inner child is wounded and triggered and so having a safe stable nurturing person is a, a kryptonite to those feelings. And that's what For we sure, yeah. strive to be to that person. Yeah, but also because it comes in so many different shapes and forms for different people where you can't control it. Like, as you said, it's just thoughts that come into your brain. And sometimes there's days where for some reason it gets worse than others and there yeah. is no particular reason, as you just said. So yeah, yeah no, it's, uh, it's very interesting and that's also why maybe, as you said at the beginning, you didn't really understand it as well. It's because it comes in so many different ways for different people that maybe you had an idea of what was anxiety and then on your daughter's sex, like the different. And so you just here yeah. to learn. So yes. it's fascinating. Yeah, um, like we, we don't experience it because of the same way. It's like our ideas are about ourselves we have you know I have these reading glasses mm-hmm. that you know that happens after you're 40 <laughs> no I have some already no? <laughs> <laughs> and so you know everything looks different mm-hmm. when you have a filter and we all have our own filter and for me it's like I lived in extreme poverty and that was my thing mm-hmm. but that's not the only way that these things are created you know, and I lived in a very, very abusive home. And so that created some things, but that's not the only way. Again, it's not about that. It's about here. Mm -hmm. It's about how you feel. And when you honor your pain, then your pain teaches you. And then you can be positive. It's not when you dishonor your pain, you're just lying to yourself with positivity you're just using what i call motivational guilt because you're going to motivate yourself and then feel guilty anyway yeah yeah i know that (laughs) (laughs) i know it too (laughs) that's how we learn right (laughs) yes is there any last advice i know you provided so many great you know food for thoughts and thank you for that but maybe any last advice for parents and future parents listening 
Yeah, I think, you know, the main advice that I can give is to be there for your child mm-hmm. and to be real for your child. Because one of the things that we try to be is to become this super mom or super parent or perfect parent. And it is very damaging for children. And so when, you know, of course, everything is done within age appropriateness, of course, mm-hmm. you're not going to share your whole life with your child, but to present yourself as a real person that experiences pain, that doesn't have it all together, like you said, you know, and to say, you know what, I'm wondering that I'm trying to find the answer. I'm feeling anger right now. Um, this is how I want to manage it. And have an honest, real conversation with your child. They are underestimated. I have Mm -hmm. really deep conversations with my two-year-old and she understands. She, I think, understands me more than I understand myself, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, they they can feel it, can they? yeah, Yeah, they are very in tune. So, you know, honor your child that way because then they're gonna be able to see you not as a, this God that should be perfect, but as this human that is also learning. And I learn from my children every day, the biggest and the smallest. And it is a very sacred experience. And I'm, I'm a better person because I listen to them. Not mm-hmm. because I tell them what to do, but because I involve them in an honest conversation. So I think, you know, having that, uh, not in a way that you put the responsibility, your emotional responsibility on them, but in a way that they are participating in the dialogue and that they know that you're, you're learning, you're trying to figure it out, but you do, you know, you love them and you also honor them. And lastly, my question for my kids, do you feel loved? Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Mm. yeah I love that I think it's good to to have that check-in once in a while and know if you're giving them exactly the love that they need because obviously Mm -hmm. we all need different loves um, and at different times as well it can change but yeah sometimes they're gonna say yeah I really just need a hug right now or you know something like that so I think it's so great to to have that possibility to do better if it wasn't 100 or keep going if you're on the right track so love that advice thank you so much for sharing that elena i will leave all of your links in the description box obviously so that everyone listening can just go and check it out right now but thank you so so much for all the amazing ideas and knowledge and and just insights that you have provided today. I really enjoyed this episode. So thank you so much. Thank you, Julie. It's been an honor and I'm just delighted to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to share if you think it might be helpful to someone you know. If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to write a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and subscribe if you haven't already. That's it for me, see you soon with the next episode and in the meantime, have a lovely day. Hold up, what was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.